Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Canon Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Ade. I'm here with Steve. Good evening. Gids. Yo. And Ifer. Hello. There he is. So, guys, um, you guys might be thinking where we've been. Basically, last week we recorded an episode on the ESL and our thoughts on it and all this kind of stuff. And then literally... On the same day, maybe like 20 minutes, half an hour later, um, yeah, it kind of just blew apart, to be honest. Um, by the next day, by the day we were going to release, I think all the Premier League clubs had pulled out. Um, a couple of La Liga teams had pulled out. So we didn't want to give you um, outdated... Okay. We didn't want to give you outdated information. So we thought, you know, we'll just kind of give it a miss. We are going to do a pod on... Um, Ed Woodward stepping down but we thought you know what by the time we do that pod something else might have changed so we'd just like to apologise for missing last week um, the ESL episode will probably come out one day um, we'll probably summarise what our thoughts were that as we go on with this conversation but anyway all that aside make sure you are following us on Twitter and YouTube at The Weekly Canon make sure you are following us on Instagram also at TWC Football. Make sure if you guys want to get involved in the discussion, you hashtag the Weekly Canon, you add us on Twitter, and yes, boys, let's get into, let's get into it, let's get into it. So, where would you guys say the best place to start is the cup final? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's talk about Steve's boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry Kane. So much. So Man City faced Spurs in the um, Carabao Cup final. It was Tottenham's first, not their first, sorry. It was Tottenham's latest opportunity to actually get some silverware. The last time they won anything was in, what year was it? 2008. Um, They lost again. I don't think anyone's really surprised. Ryan Mason, don't know what he's playing at. Don't know why he's their manager, not going to lie. But... Yeah, Masi, Masi, take the glory. So, if you wanted to start with Ife's boy, uh, sorry, if you wanted to start with Steve's boy, do you want to take the um take the floor? Yeah, I'm just gonna go um in the context of the game. He had zero shots for the whole game for the 90 minutes. Um, in three finals that he's played in, he's got zero goals. I watched I watched the performance. I watched his performance, and it I. I don't know why he like the I think he I think he's trying to he's trying to be Rooney or something because I don't I don't know why he was so deep like he I don't know he maybe he's like Rooney was his idol who like he really liked Rooney so he thought yeah you know what I can do what Rooney done but like the way he's always coming deep and stuff like that like obviously it, it works and like it has worked for them this season. Obviously he's got a lot of assists and stuff, but like it's the cup final, like you're you're the striker, like it's just I don't I don't understand why he was like why he was so deep all the time trying to collect the ball. Like you gotta trust your teammates. Steve trying to defend your boy. 
I, I, I mean, Ipe's an intelligent guy. I don't, I don't know what you're getting at. He obviously had to come deep because, I mean, did you see the Monday Night Football analysis of the, the first half? No, I didn't watch Monday Night Football, no. No, just, I didn't realise it at the time. I just thought City was suffocating Spurs, but their midfielders and their def- no, their midfielders and their fullbacks were like, were not trying to get the ball. Uh, they were not trying to drive the ball up the pitch. So Kane was having to drop deep and that's something he does anyway as part of his game. But when he did get the ball, I thought he did okay. He did what he could. But then again, I don't think he was the worst performer in the Spurs team, I think. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah, I, think I mean, I mean, obviously some of it is, it is tongue-in-cheek, but I, and he wasn't like, he didn't stink up the joint, but it wasn't, it was another like... But I, it's, it's to do with the team he's playing for, I'm sorry. Like, City on the day were fantastic, they're phenomenal, deserve to win. But I'm not looking at Kane and thinking he has to do more, or he, he could do more. I don't think he could have done much on the day, I've got to be honest. City suffocated them. They had a bit of joy in the second half, but it was too much at the end of the day. City deserved to win, and um, they were very lucky. Spurs are very lucky to go in at nil um, nil at half time because it was. An but, on- could, but could could you could you argue though that um, you know it's a final, so it's like a one off game. So if anything, like I, like in the context of like Spurs and stuff like that, I get it because he like he's he's got amazing numbers right now in the league, and they're what sit for whatever. But like in a in a one off game, a final short like, could you not argue he could have a greater impact? I mean, like the recently crowned Hall of Famer Thierry Henry, like everyone, a lot of people point to that um that two thousand six Bernabeu game where he obviously that was over two legs, but in that one game he literally like bossed it, controlled the game, and like essentially won the match for his team. So could you not? I'm not. No, I'm not saying he like he should do that because I I don't think King can can replicate. But could you could you argue he could have like because it's a final and it is it is a one-off game and especially because he is used to getting deep and doing that kind of stuff he could have had maybe a great impact on the scoreline or could have done more. No, I, in terms of the scoreline, no, because I don't. I think they had one shot on target and as Lacelso <clears throat> in the in the second half. I think was it the first? No, it was second half. Early in the second half, and other than that. Bro, I didn't even get close to the final third. I think Lucas had a a, a a point where he was dribbling through guys and he got kind of got close to the uh, final third. Son as well. But no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was there was no point in the game where I thought, oh man, he could have done better there or maybe he could have done this. He was literally just trying to... But the thing is, like, I, I get what you mean about could have done better or didn't do. But like, I've one thing I've kind of come to realise, especially if, like, if you're a world-class player or you're an elite player... There are things that I expect you, like I expect you to do that you're not that you're not supposed to do. So like we've seen multiple times, Kane has scored goals that I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been either this season or last season. Remember that goal where like he was falling over and he just like slapped it and then like mm. it, it went in like that's like that's something elite players would do. Like you you score goals you're not meant to. Like you score okay. chances you're not meant to. Like yeah, so yeah. could you? But, but he yeah. never got in any sort of situation to do that. Yeah, literally. I don't know what his heat map was, but it would most of the times he got the ball. It was like on the halfway line. Yeah, he was he was really deep. Yeah, and I was gonna say you have to put into context. Like Steve said, you do have to look at the side he's playing for. At the end of the day, like Spurs aren't. They're not. Yeah, they're they're, they're not the best side. But even like another example is, is the great the great Didier Drogba. Like in that in that twenty twelve final, like he like I'm I'm the reason the reason why I'm kind of 
bringing it up a little bit is because Kane gets Kane get and like it is rightly like I can understand why, but mm-hmm. Kane gets compared to these guys like Omri and and Didier Drogba. I know like we've had the Didier Drogba Kane debate in this podcast a couple of times, and like the, like these these are the kind of things that that you look to like you you can you you can mention the iconic game. Didier Drogba, and it's it's funny because even the two examples I brought up, they're they they're two games that their teams weren't necessarily they may have not been their favourites in. Mm. So obviously, like Didier Drogba, Bayern Munich, twenty twelve Champions League final, Bayern Munich are playing at home. Chelsea, they finished sixth that season or something like that. But in that final, he was amazing. And that like, obviously he didn't win the game on his own because that that's a bit. That's a discredit to like other the other players in the team, but he he was the main reason he and he got the goal. So like, mm-hmm. if Kane is mentioned alongside those kind of guys, and especially because this is like the third final he's been in, and I haven't really seen, I haven't really seen anything to like. You know what? I'd be with you if I could think if I think back to them finals and there were chances that he missed, then I'd be with you. I'd say okay, maybe there's something there. Or he. And he wasn't even fit, guys. He got rushed into this final, bear in mind as well. He weren't really fit. If you're on the pitch, you can you're fit. I wanted to um bring in Mr. Mr. Gibbs. What's your thoughts on um Spurs's, you know, bottle draw performance and Harry Kane? And um I think we'll we'll move on after this. I agree with Issa. I agree with Issa, man. Yeah, I actually do agree with Issa. I think there comes a time in it. I think there comes a time where you're like, it's a bit boring saying the same narrative of the team he plays for, all of this. I think Spurs have decent enough players to be able to to be able to be win a one-off game against Man City. I mean, they beat them this season, 2-0. Obviously, Mourinho was in charge then, Mourinho's not here now. Yeah. But the same group of players, they can do it. Like, I don't think it's a, it's, it's a thing where we just say, oh, this team he's playing for. He played poor as well as his team, I think. Um, I look at when we, when Arsenal were in this FA Cup, we beat City, Aubameyang Brace, final Aubameyang Brace. Now, we all know Kane is a better player than Aubameyang, but what the point we're trying to make is when you're in these positions, when you're in these like, stages, the best players have to step up like Kane. And obviously, I know you can you can attribute it to how many chances did Kane get, like all of these things. It's not just clear-cut, oh, Aubameyang scored two, you should be scoring two. But I just feel like sometimes I feel like Kane lets the game pass him by as well. I know his team is not great, but I don't see how he... You know how sometimes you can see a man trying to affect the game, but it's, it's just no one else is on his level? I don't see that with him. I see him core with the team. I see him and Son as well. Son is another one we need to talk about as well. Mm. I love Son. I've got a lot of time for Son, but he's another one as well. Poor performance. Poor performance. And it's like Spurs have a good team. They have a good enough team to not just get rolled over how they did against like did City. We managed to beat City last year in the semi-final. They're a much better team than, than us. They're a much better team than as well. But we managed to get a result. And I just feel like when you have decent enough players, you should be able to do something. Spurs haven't won a trophy in like how many years? They should have been up for this. So I agree with Ife. I get what he's trying to say. I get what he's trying to say about Harry Kane, the criticism. And, and, and I'm with it. I think Harry Kane's a top player, but there comes a time where you have to look at and be like, like, you should be doing more. So I, f- I think it's even. Uh, uh, I think uh, I don't know if it was good. Someone sent. Either someone sent the voice note or someone said it. Like, I'm not the biggest. I don't. I don't really believe in the whole passion yada that kind of stuff that much. But I think there was a Tottenham fan, and she was saying how like the bare minimum thing that you can do as a player is like you play for the shirt, you play for the badge, and I. Like, I hate that saying, but even watching that that final, 
I don't feel like um, Spurs played their hearts up. Like, especially what Gid said, like, it's, it's literally their first opportunity to win a title in 13 years or however long it is. Mm. Like, after that 90 minutes, I, I didn't look at it and be like, okay, you know what? Like, City are obviously the better team and they're, they're, they're on a path of greatness. So, like, they're focused on this. But like Spurs, they 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 tried their best and they were just beaten by the better team. I just feel like it was it was obviously it was easy for City. It was actually easy for City, and obviously you can credit that to that City's greatness or whatnot. But I don't feel like Spurs played their hearts out or played their best. Or I'm, I like I I looked at that performance. I was like, this is just like it's just a typical history of Spurs, like pathetic. Like I didn't see anything to say. Okay, you know what? You lost the game. You even if, even if like maybe like you. There's something happening, you <coughs> but you like you played your hearts out, like you gave you gave it you gave it your best shot, and I, I don't feel they I don't feel like they did. So to move on, then um, you're talking about players not playing their hearts out. So um, the first game of this game week was on Friday, Friday evening kickoff, Arsenal versus Everton. Um, I think you can say the Arsenal players didn't exactly play their hearts out. We all watched that together. We were on the phone as we were watching the game. Um, Gideon, take the floor. Um, I mean, like you said, we all watched it together, so we all kind of like we all saw the same things, we all saw the same bits, and um, it was just dire, it was dire, man, boring. Um, there seems to be a common theme with our with our games where we kind of start a bit slow. Um, it looks like we might be able to score at any given point and then the team just stays in the game, stays in the game, stays in the game. Everton were poor, by the way. Let's have it right. Like It's not a thing where it's not a thing where we got battered or anything or Everton were crap too. It was two crap teams, I've got to be honest. But the only reason why we lost that game was, again, to how many times do we have to say on this podcast, individual errors. And this is what I'm talking about when I'm like, I really want to criticise Arteta. I really want to say you are dead. But I, I, find, I find it very hard sometimes to be able to criticise them when um, um, I find it hard to blame Arteta, with, especially with these individual errors that keep coming up. And um, there's a few that I want us to go through, yeah? A few of the because I feel like I was doing research today with a few of the individual errors that we've, we've conceded this season. And there's been at least 10. And I wanted to ask you guys, yeah, like, at what point... At what point do you blame the manager as much as we do with these poor performances if we have a lot of individual errors that continuously cost us points? Not even like individual game, individual errors and we still win the game. They're literally the decisive factor as to whether we win, lose or draw. My issue with that is although there are individual errors that we cannot, we can't ignore. Obviously, like this Leno, Leno error, um, Xhaka error the other day, you can't ignore stuff like that, innit? But... That shouldn't be the deciding factor of a game for me. I feel as though, like I'm looking at the stats now, we had 14 shots, we had three on target. I just, I, I feel in Arteta's reign, it's just been an occurring, a reoccurring theme where we're just not getting the job done for whatever reason. Like there was a game we played against, um, who did we lose to the other day? Did, no, we didn't even lose. Who was 18th the other day? Hulu. It was full of Moses scoring that one all. It's 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 the same theme. It's the same theme that we're seeing, and I have to put that on the manager. We see stuff like 
the late substitutions. We see stuff like we we continuously find it difficult to create chances. We've had. No, sorry. Now hear what you're saying. I actually hear what you're saying, but let me just go through. We've had individuals under Emery, under Wenger, but we still managed to score goals. We managed to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But were they? Right. You could you could argue damn, you could argue even that like on especially like on the on the Wenger like fam I come I think I was watching the the four four with Liverpool, with Liverpool where Arsenal having scored four I think there were about two of those goals that we conceded I can't, I don't know who it was in goal who it was in goal but it was it was just pathetic like like we've we've had way more error prone clumsy defenders than we currently have now. All right, let me let me go through some of the ones that I remember. Yeah, so the first one I've got is Zaka, the red card yeah, against Burnley, mm. and you remember that game how we was on top. Yeah, we were we were going to win that game, get a red card, we lose the game one 0 I've got Pepe red card against Leeds, and the reason why I put that in as an individual error because it was needless. That was need. That's not like a tackle where, okay, it's one of them ones you get a red card, it can happen. He's literally head back man for no reason. That is that is an individual error on my part. I mean, ended up drawing the game. Should have lost, if we're being honest. But there was no way to win after that. Then I've got Partey walking off against Spurs. That's an individual error. He should not be walking off. Like, potentially, if he's still on the points, they might not kill off the game and make it two 0 um, Yeah, I got that. Then obviously the Uber on goal against Burnley. Oh, that's poor. I'm hearing what we've you're got, saying. We've got. Um, we've I got think. So. Gabriel red card against Southampton. Um, that that was so stupid. I don't know if you guys remember it, but he yeah. literally got a yellow and then he yeah. came and it, it was it was yeah. so dumb. That was another injury error. Obviously, we've got the famous Louise incident against Wolves. One of our best performances of the season in the first half. Gets a stupid red. I think it was hard done by, but again, another individual error. We lose the game two one. You've got Cedric's pass against Villa. In the first minute or something, that just puts Watkins straight in. We end up losing the game 1 0. Then you've got Xhaka's pass against Burnley straight to Chris Wood, 1 1 straight. You've got, this one's a bit harsh, but I think it is still an individual error. I've got the um, the West Ham one, yeah, where the second, was it the second goal? The quick free kick, but we were all asleep. And then it just went bang, scored. I've got that one down. And then obviously we've got the Leno one that we're talking about the game, the Everton. Oh, my biggest issue with all of that is like, yes, we have, we've had all those errors, but Steve said it the other day, how many times have we failed to score at the Emirates this season? How many times is it? Eight I times. think, yeah, that's eight times. No, didn't the, wasn't the thingy, did that make it nine or was that eight? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight, that, that's not good enough. That is not good enough. I'm sorry, yeah. Dad. The I fact just, that we can't pack in Fulham that's just, not just, just to add on that, that eight times, that eight times where you failed to score at home, that's like more times than we've failed to score at home of, since like 2016. These are, the These are the problems. Like, it's the fact that there's so much more that's wrong with the club. Like, and, and do you know what, Steve? I'm at? I, I think, I don't know how true this is. This might be fake news, yeah. But is this not the most um, expensive squad we've ever assembled? Yeah, but that's. I know, obviously, inflation plays a part in that. The the market, I get it, but bro, like we shouldn't. We all said it at the start of the season. We should not be this bad. I tell you, honestly, he should be sacked for his performance this season. He should be sacked, hundred percent. Do you know? Do you know? What it even is, yeah. It's the thing where, like, 
I think well, so yeah, Everton done double over over us, which is a shit. That by the way, this is the first time they've beaten us in like twenty four years. So Arteta's continuing to smash unwanted records, but losing to Everton, it's not that it's not that mad. But it's like I said before, when when you've lost so many games, so like this season, and when you're in such a bad position in the, like in in the league table, every every loss gets highlighted like even more. So like while you could say since um since January we have been playing better and we've been seeing better performances, because we're losing games, it's still like just as bad because in January we were probably what already on like ten losses or whatever it was. And now it's just pile it's just piling up and piling up. So it's just like that that's why it's just it's just more like in context maybe in context of the game, it's not that um it's not that bad. You you say okay, you know what Everton they're they're a decent side. Like you can lose the team like Everton, especially in the Prem. But it's just the fact that like we've been losing so many like we've been losing so many we've lost so many games already. So it just it just makes it even worse, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, one of the I mean it's more recent because you know we've had injuries and whatnot. But when I look at the the age of the attack, especially. Like my my belief always is with young players that like you can't really bank on them to deliver every game because they're young. They fluctuate. Their form fluctuates. That as well. But when you have like a front four of like what Pepe, Saka, Smithrow, and Ketia, I mean it's it's very it's very hard to really get excited about the the prospect of scoring goals in a match. And that's an it. And I felt the same when I watched the Fulham game as well. When we uh. We're coming towards the end of that match. We had like Martinelli, Eddie, Smithrow, Saka in the front line again. I thought this, yeah. like, these are kids. Like this is what we're relying on to 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 convert our chances. I don't know what you guys thought of this. So I think of this quote. But um, Pep used to say to Henri that my job as a coach is to get you in the final third, and you guys do the rest. What do you guys make of that? Do you agree with it, or do you think there's more to it than that? I think there's, that's one way of looking at it. And I think I understand the logic behind that because there's a lot of... Obviously, the manager's job more so is to help with build-up play, help generate the chances. Um, and that's why we go in the market for quality finishers, like can finish half chances, clear-cut chances, because these are the chances that the manager, that's his job to be able to generate. He needs someone to put in the back of the net. So I actually understand if Pep says that and when the manager does say that. I actually agree with it. I think... When you look at it, that's another reason why we criticise Arteta because the amount of chances sometimes we do create in some games is minimal. Sometimes it's a lot and then we look at our strikers like, bro, like you should be scoring this, you should be scoring that. Like Lacazette, for example, we've given him a lot of stuff with some of the chances. Aubameyang, I think the Benfica game, there was a hat-trick of chances he missed them. So I, I, I understand that point of view, absolutely. Like the manager is there to generate the chances. We need the strikers to finish them off. So yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do agree. I do generally generally agree with that, but I just feel like um. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, just to echo what what Giz said, that like, I agree with it. But then, like, it is a bit inconsistent, and I don't. I don't know. Like, especially, I'm. I'm. I don't always expect to see like an attack, a certain attacking pattern or style like in the final third, but. I just, I just feel like, okay, it's, it's okay. It's like this year. 
with with that example, when in the Man City Spurs game, I saw like obviously um I I don't know if and I think you guys have seen it as well. There was there was that video on, on positional play, and then like I actually started to since I watched that video, I've been able to see it a bit more. And what and like, if you notice in the City Tottenham game, yeah, they kept they kept switching. Cancelo kept switching it over to Mahrez, and see something like that. That's that's where I that's what I'm I'd say that's good coaching because. Mares, he he's he's a he's a very good one v one threat, and like Tottenham, um, Tottenham's defenders, yeah, and to- Tottenham's defenders are like quite weak. So them you them you adopting that philosophy to get Mares in those one v ones to try and make something happen. That's good position. That's a good example of getting your players in the final third, and and playing to their strengths to get the to most likely to score a goal or make something happen. But I don't really see us doing kind of st- stuff like that with a lot of our players. I, I disagree. I think, like we spoke about on Friday, I think we get in positions where we like we beat the press and we find the spare man in midfield so we can transition on the opponent. But like the move breaks down because of like a technical deficiency, like somebody gets the ball, like Very the touches isn't great and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. I think that happens a lot. Can you give us an example on in the Everton game where you can remember that happening? Yeah, we, we got our pressure in the first half. Yeah. And I think Partey played the ball into Saka and Saka sort of like was on the swivel and he tried to take the ball with him and it just broke down. But there was so much space to go into because Eddie was going and then I think Pepe was on the other side of the pitch going, I thought, oh, this is a, I've gotten used to it. You've got to get used to it. To but be honest, that's something that really frustrates me because I think, I think that's that's down to our players. Yeah, that's down to quality. That's down to yeah, technical quality for sure. Better players. I don't want to say any better because Saka's gonna get better. Like the, you like to think in time he won't, you know, have yeah. that issue. But when I watch other teams play, their moves don't break down because of the well, they rarely break down because of stuff like that. And I feel like it's a constant theme over and over again. And I get really frustrated because I think. When is this going to happen again? Like, when are we going to get the opportunity to get in this position again? Because we are we create minimal chances. It's a quality thing. It's also a coaching thing, a substitution thing, a system thing as well. It's it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. But at the end of the day, it's a results business, and we're not getting the results. So obviously, everyone calling for our test to go. I, I completely understand it. I get it. Do you are you on that side of the fence now, or do yeah, you I just? Mean, yeah. I, the you, Arsenal, not, not what Arsenal would do because it looked yeah. uh, Arsenal aren't going to sack him yeah, yeah. yeah I mean at this point I'm ju- I just fear that we're drifting further and further away from the top teams and I think Leicester if we're not careful I think they're going to probably going to get Champions League this year they're going to get Champions League money they recruit well if they're not careful if we're not careful sorry they're going to take our spot in the top six I just don't think we have the t- the patience or we have the time to wait to see if Arteta is going to turn out to be the manager that we hope he, he'll be. So, I, I, but then again, do I trust the the club to go and make the right appointment if they let Arteta go? No, no. They've they've given Arteta the keys and they did that as soon as um, he won the FA Cup and they made him manager, which I thought was insane because he's he's a rookie. He's never done this let before. Me, let me ask you. Let me ask you. I think out of all of us, you might be the one that sympathises the most with Arteta. Here. So let me ask you this question. Um, what do you see from Arteta? Like, for me, I always think if I'm going to um, ask for a manager to come in, there's something that I've seen that makes me feel like, okay, this is why this guy can take us forward. Is it maybe the style of football? 
Is it the way he's improved players? What is it about Arteta that you may have seen that says, okay, with the right tools, with the right players, potentially we can get back to maybe, okay, let's say back to the Champions League because challenging him is, is a myth right now. Let's just say back into being a top four challenging team, yeah? What do you see from Arteta that makes you feel like that, that can happen? Or if you do see anything? It's, it's got to be that these are not, they're not like solid points, but I do like the fact that he's come in and he spoke about culture from the moment he came in and he's tried to eradicate like, you know, the whole Ozil situation, like the Mustafis, the Kalazanach, like he's tried to get the clowns out of the team. I like that. He's tried to set a precedent like, yeah, this is, we, this is the standard we need to reach. In order to get there, we need to get rid of certain people, which I like. Um, I do like, I was saying this for the other day, I do like the business that he's done in the transfer window. Like, I do like the profile player that he's brought in. By the William deal, I, I just, I've never liked that. But yeah, that's another conversation. And also the fact that he's sort of given, obviously maybe it's a no-brainer to you guys. Maybe another manager wouldn't have done it, but like Smith Rowe, Saka, obviously Balogun signed a new deal. I do like the fact that he's trying to integrate the youth into the first team. And I do worry if, I've said this to Wims earlier, if a new manager comes in, they might like sort of scuffle their plans. Like they might not fancy Smith Rowe. They might think Saka, you know what, you could play one every three games and Balogun might not might have to go on loan. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's about results. And he's not, throughout his whole tenure, he's not shown us that he can be consistent in the league to get us to where we need to be. So, you know. I've got to be honest, man, it's mad, but I think I agree with what you said with the whole, if we win the European League, if we can get better, still sack him, man. I think I, I think I, I think I made that point because, like I was saying to you guys before, we're not going to have no bailout competition next season with the European League. There's not going to be any chance for us to have a poor season that we're having this season and still get European football. There's none of that. We're, we're lucky we're in the Europa League to give us a chance to get to Europe next season. We're not going to have that next season. Really? If we're basing it just on league form, if we're basing it just on league form, he has not shown us that he can compete in the league in any fashion, even in, in terms of getting top six. He's not shown that. So if that's the case, and we're going from that metric, and we're going from what we've seen in the past, but all these league form, that could continue next season. And I ain't, I ain't here for that. I'm not here to get Champions League this season. Then the next season, we're back at 10th. I'm, that's just embarrassing. Do you know so what, even, on that basis, I think I, I agree on what we have to get rid. I think even to add to that, yeah, I know it's, it may seem a little bit harsh, but he came in mid-season and, like, he came in around December time. And, yeah, to be fair, I think I remember when they, they showed us, like, um, I think there was, like, pictures going around of Arsenal's form, like, since he came in and we were actually in quite in a favourable position. So this argument might be, might be a bit um, redundant, but... He came in around mid-season and I don't think things got that much. I mean, we won the FA Cup, which was big and that, that's brought him a lot of like time. But I, I feel like even based on his, his, like since he came in for that season, it wasn't like the, the, the new manager bounce wasn't even that long. But like, it wasn't, it, it's even that when you add that in along with this full season, it hasn't, but his league form hasn't been great. And that's, that's that's the re- that's the really really worrying thing about everything. Mm. Right. Um, let's move on, boys. Let's move on. So, I think a few teams kind of go under the radar on this pod, especially like you know we do discuss certain teams a bit more than others. Um, be that where it will. 
Um, Liverpool are one of the teams that we don't really go into. And I think that's because we've all kind of accepted the fact that, you know, they've not had a good season. It's, it's a blip. They'll probably be back, et cetera, et cetera. Van Dijk's been injured, whatever. To be honest, I don't really feel as though the media have even made much of a story on the Liverpool thing because, you know, everyone just is saying, ah, oh, it's Van Dijk, it's injuries, it's this, it's that. But, yeah, let's, let's, let's go into Liverpool. So they hosted Newcastle on Saturday and it ended 1-0. Could have ended 2-1 if not for VAR being VAR. But, um, Steve, me and you were talking about the game and you said, like, you know, you, you've got a lot, maybe not a lot to say, but you've got points that you want to bring up, especially, you know, like Mane, Firmino not scoring in, you know, since, like, 2016, like, stuff like that. So, um, what, what do you think about, about Liverpool, mate? Um, Wait, sorry, what, since 2016? No, he's trolling. He said Firmino's not scored since 2016. He's trolling. Um, What's his record? Please, I, I don't know. I feel like whenever Firmino scores, I'm like shocked. I'm like, oh wow, he scored. It's mad, isn't it? He's a striker. Can someone check, please? I'll get it. Up. But yeah, give your thoughts on Liverpool. Um, I mean Saturday's game. I thought they were going forward. I thought they were great. They've then again Newcastle very easy to get at defensively. They concede goals, a lot of goals. Um, Firmino scored six goals, six Premier goals. This whole season, Jesus Christ, yeah, that's terrible. Okay, um, <laughs> all right, yeah. I, I felt as though they they made enough chances, they had enough chance, had enough shots on goal to win this game three times over. But, um, Salah, Mane, Jota just not clinical enough, and that's been the story of their season. But I've got to say, their ability to manufacture chances after chances after chances is really impressive. Um, they are susceptible to conceding chances too because they play that high line and you know you've got guys like some maximum that can run through guys um very good 1v1 slide through balls in you've got joe linton you've got callum wilson you've got Almiron. so you've got pace up and willock obviously came on and done something so you've got that sort of threat but yeah they, they what's going to cost them at the end of the day is the fact that they can't co- uh, convert these chances i saw mark alone uh, say something i thought it was interesting i wanted to see what you guys thought he said that um, Mane and Salah are like fantastic players and have scored a lot of goals for Liverpool, but they're not great finishers. What do you guys make of that? Salah's not a great finisher. They're not great finishers. That's Mane and Salah are not great finishers. Well, natural, natural finishers. One of the you know two. what? Yeah, Salah's a, Salah's a great finisher. I, I, I'm I his goals. Even Mane also. Sorry if I've gone. I can I see I see what he's I see what he's saying because I do kind of feel like Mane and Salah, they're not that they aren't great finishers, but I feel like they do get a lot of goals due to the amount of shots they get. So it's kind of like high volume. And to be fair, like when like I don't really rate um, Michael Owen as like a ponder. I'm not trying to throw shade or anything like that. But <laughs> when it comes to something like finishing. I do kind of like, do you, do you know what I mean? There, there's, there's certain pundits who you don't, you don't really like feel, you don't really agree with a lot of what they say. But when it comes to certain subjects, you like, you do tend to listen a bit because, and because he, because he was like, he like before the injuries and everything, he was a top, he was a top striker and he did score a lot of goals. Like when it comes to finishing, when he does talk about finishing, I do like, I do kind of take his word for it. So that I, they, I do think there's some truth in it and, Maybe natural finishers, no, but 
They, I, I think they, they're good enough finishes, isn't it? I don't hear that at all. I know, I know what he's talking about, but I, I do think. What's he talking can, about? Break it down. Someone break no, it down. No, no. So, like, you know, when Mane and Salah get in these one v one positions, mm-hmm. you don't, ne- you don't believe they're gonna score. You don't have that that faith that they're gonna score, and they can be erratic at times. But mm-hmm. they create so many chances that they, you know, they score anyway. So I, I don't that really. That's the first goal. How many people? Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I think, I think, but that's that. That's not being a great finisher, though. Yeah, it sounds that's, mad that's to not, say. It's not. Is it? That's instinctive. That's instinctive. I, I, for me, when I look at finishers, I look at people that have the time. That have the time in the like. Oh, I don't have to explain it. Like, when you're in the box or one v one, that for me shows me your finishing instincts. Like when you're expected to put that away, that for me is a finishing attribute. I feel like, like if you're scoring goals, you're not even expected to score. What does that say about your? But team? then that that that's not necessarily. But that's that's you being a, that's you being elite and being able to score goals that you're not meant to. But I feel like a kind of good way to look at it is if on on that yeah, if you're scoring goals that you're not meant to score, what does that say about your ability to finish? Yeah, like like you, like you like you can finish, but I don't. It's it's so weird because it doesn't it does it doesn't. Makes sense, but I don't. I don't think that it's like necessarily equals to like showing you a good finisher. It's it's weird. Someone like Raheem Sterling. Yeah. If you say that about Raheem Sterling, I can be like, okay, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Although he scores a lot of goals, you don't always bag. You don't always think, yeah, Sterling's gonna bag this. But Salah, bro, like eight times out of ten. Okay, let me ask you a question. If if you if if you were to guess, like, say. Say, um, I'm, I'm going to tell you, in a game, Salah's going to get five chances. How many do you think he's scoring? Depends on the quality of chance. I don't yeah. know. I, th- I, okay. think, I think he scores three. If he gets five I chances? I think he scores three. Because that's... Honestly, I think... Conversion rate, and that's, that's insane. That's nuts. Bro, Salah... I think Salah can do that, man. Honestly, yeah. like... Look at his honest, guys, guys, honestly, like, you also, know me, I'm, I'm not, I'm not Salah's biggest fan, yeah. But guys, we need to start putting more respect on this Salah guy because he keeps he, like Liverpool this season have not generated as much chances as they usually do, and he's got twenty prem. Like, and I always say twenty prem is the perimeter for a top like top season, and I don't even think he's been that sick this season. The guy when he gets chances, he puts it away. But then I get what you guys are saying also in terms of the finishing metric or terms of certain finishes, but. Guys, like Salah, Salah finishes, man. He finishes still. He I think puts it in the back of the net. I think with I think with Salah, I can probably agree. But I think I feel like with Mane, I do think that maybe he isn't like. I think Mane's not Mane's not clean, so I yeah. get it. But Salah can not be clean as well. Like he can be. Yeah, yeah, hundred. Yeah, but, but it's not even it's not even about being clean. Yeah, like it's not even about clean. I don't I don't. Mane isn't as good of a finisher as Salah. One, I think Mane's a Mane's an all right. He's a good nah, Let me not be distracted. He's he's a good finisher. I think I think Salah I, I think I think Salah is I think Salah is very good. I'd I'd probably say I don't think three. I'd probably say if he had, if he also have five good chances, I think he's he's like mean or he's average. He probably scores two. Okay. And, but obviously he has the ability to score three, four, maybe like all yeah. five potentially. The, the chance like the goals that um, Kane scored at Goodison Park the other week, the two goals. Yeah. Like that's what I'm t- like. That's that's ridiculous. Like them chances. Like average strikers, maybe it goes wide or maybe they miss hit it. But like the way the technique, the cleanness, the fact that it's in the corners, 
That's what that's what I'm saying though. That reminded me of you know this season as well. Salah scored a similar goal against Everton at Goodison Park. Yeah, it's yeah. a snapshot. Yeah, 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 that yeah. is finishing, bro. That that's what I'm saying. So Salah thing, I think we we have to give him that. He can finish. I can't lie. Yeah. When it comes to finishing, he's got that. So you disagree with Michael Allen? I disagree with Michael Allen with the Salah thing. Yeah. Harry Kane is is elite in it. Like Harry Kane's finishing is different, but you can't disrespect Salah's finishing, man. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. We don't score that many goals in, in that amount of time. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I, I who's the best finish in the league? Kane. Harry Kane. Yeah, Kane. Who do you think? I'm tempted to say Salah. He's no crap. No. You know me how I feel about Salah, but guys, Salah nets, man. I know. When I know. It comes to, and but some of the chances I see him net, yeah. I always think he's going to miss, he's going to miss. And then he scores it. I'm like, wait, this guy's actually, he finishes now. Like, yeah, he knows he, how to finish. He's got a left foot that puts it in the back of the net. Okay, but know. no, finishing is like left foot, right foot, heading. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Kane. It's just, yeah, you're right. It's, it's all of them things. Yeah, it would be Kane still. All right, boys. Um, a mad finish that we saw was um, from a certain Kelechi Iheanacho. Oh, man. Um, Brendan Rodgers' men continue to march on. They're in the FA Cup final now. It looks like they're going to get top four. Steve, you said it yesterday, like you're glad they won because if they didn't, it's going to look like, you know, yeah. they're bottling it. Um, but what can we say about flipping off the city, mate? Bloody hell. Like Steve said earlier as well, it looks like they are going to kick on if they do get that Champions League money. I trust their infrastructure to get the signings right. Even if yeah. Brendan Rodgers eventually moves on, I trust that they will get the right manager in. Mm. It looks like they're trying to be a serious club. Yeah. Um, I but, think... Yeah. I think um, with Leicester... What was the original question? There was no question. I was just taking it on to Leicester. Like. Oh. Yeah, no, like... Yeah, sorry, that's what I want to say. But if Leicester... I mean, the one way of them being able to do it is by consistently getting Champions League football. But I feel like if they're able to... The only issue that they face is being able to keep hold of some of their top players. And it's funny about that. Like, um, I think Jamie Carragher covered it on Monday Night Football. They've lost so many of their big players. And they've replaced just as well. Yeah. They've lost Ante... They've lost drink water. Say what about drink water. They've lost Mares. They lost um who else have they lost? Chilwell. Oh. They lost Chilwell. Um yeah, they've lost a lot of big players and they've still managed to like replace them. Their recruitment's very so, good. But is, like I mean, yeah, but that that is true, but what I mean like because I don't know, maybe because I'm, maybe I'm just, just being a bit of a traditionist, but I just feel like if teams like Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, obviously Arsenal aren't as good, but I feel like if those teams are good and they're doing well, even and that Leicester doing well as well, like if those bigger teams wanted those players, they'd, they'd want to go to those clubs. But yeah, obviously... The, Leicester, bro, Leicester are going for guys that they're not always the most... James, like, James yeah. from Luton Town, James Madison from Norwich City. Yeah, that's true. But then, but then like, obviously, they, they recruit well, but what, what I'm trying to say is, like, especially with the current squad they've got now, go, them getting consistent Champions League football will help. But if they can keep hold of 
like their cool players and a lot of their young players. I think they like they they're gonna be they're gonna be here for for the long haul. Like, mm. and if they win the FA Cup, that'll be quite a big thing for them as well. Yeah. Some uh, I saw somebody say on the TL. Sorry, I saw someone on the TL say that uh, Ian Acho is looking yeah. like Sturridge. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to ask Addy yeah. that. I, I wanted to ask Addy what he thought about that. That finish yesterday was bonkers, bro. It was actually bonkers. That <laughs> he scored a couple like that as well. Yeah, coming. Do you do you see do you see the comparisons, Addy? I I can see I can see why people say that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Sturridge was more like skillful though. Yeah, like, he had a bit yeah. more. Flair. Yeah, he had a bit more. Flair, but I can see why the, the finishing is is unbelievable. Like, I've I've also seen people credit saying um, um, Rogers like he like he really knows how to work with strikers. They spoke about obviously um, Sturridge, Suarez, Vardy. Like, like obviously Vardy was sick when he came, but like Vardy's like he's. I feel like I don't know. Do you think Vardy's gone up a level since Rogers has been there, or is he stayed? Because like I kind of get what they mean. Like like Vardy's. It's weird because he was good before Rogers came, and I wouldn't necessarily say like he's gotten like amazingly better. But like, could could you like he's he's portfolio Vardy, strikers. I think Vardy's biggest. Um compliment you could almost say is the fact that he's kept almost at the same level because he's getting older and he's not the same player he once was in the season that they won it the fact that he's still able to be as effective is is a testament to him mm. and Rodgers as well to be fair but yeah like I, don't, I wouldn't say he's got better though yeah but yeah no I was just highlighting that people are saying that um Rodgers he's like he knows how to like Get the best out of strikers and stuff like that, and I, I kind of see the point where you look at. Rogers is a good manager. Yeah? Is that what we're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So would you guys say Brendan Rogers at Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, I see enough, man. Hundred, yeah. That yes is all around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get in! I can't hear you, bro. Nah. He's <laughs> <laughs> a liar. You're lying. There's no way. But anyway, guys, um, have I missed anything important now? Man United dropped points, but it looks like you know they're they're doing their thing. Bernie's hit four. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? What, what? do you mean they just dropped points? They're doing their thing. What? Like, there's nothing to discuss about Man United. Really. They were starting to discuss, bro. I have to discuss as long as I'm on this podcast. I've got shit to say. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> you know this. I, I just wanted to point to the fact that, like, obviously, City lost to Leeds. You know, a few Man United fans were thinking maybe like they could chase them down. No, let's no. Let me squash this. No, no, no saying United fan actually thought it's back on. No, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, but do you not feel like they could have put the pressure on City? No, but honestly, of course they could have, bro. What pressure after the because, game? Because if if they had won that game, it would have been to eight points, yeah. Because City were playing in the Carabao Cup, it's okay. eight points. Now City, I don't know who City's next few games are, but if they lose one of them games, it becomes five. And when it's five, it's pressure, bro. You just you just would you not want to maintain it that? Like, there's no given right you're gonna win the league, but the pressure would have been there, innit? It would have been there. When it's at eight points, I think you you take that seriously. Like it's not a formality that they're definitely going to win it. We've seen teams drop it from six points with how many games to go or eight oh, points. Oh, no, 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 you're right, you're right. I'm just... But, 
I just thought to myself, like, is that another game in May and that I just went up for it? Like, they said, no, like, let's just, you know, I don't want to... No, no. First of all, I think the game was very, like, a very low-quality game. I felt, I thought as though Leeds were very aggressive and there was a lot of fouls on United players, actually. But I never got the impression that United... Actually, maybe it's a criticism on them. I never really felt like they were out of the races. Um, <clears throat> Bruno didn't have a good game. Fred and McTominay in the double pivot is not really inspiring, unfortunately. It just is what it is. I thought Greenwood was okay, but I just know I just it felt like a nothing game. It felt like United knew that they were going to finish second. It felt like Leeds were just like, yeah, let's try and do what we can. But it was just a poor game, poor game all around, poor quality. So the reason why I ask this question: if if Liverpool were eight points clear and this was City trying to close the gap. I think, I think we see it. I, see, I don't know, obviously there's no evidence to suggest this, but I just, there's certain teams that would just try and make this a race, try and make it interesting, even if most likely people don't think anything could come of it. I just don't understand why they put in a performance in the way they did. I was, I was, I was a bit shocked. I thought they were going to beat Leeds quite comfortably, if I'm being honest. A team that's trying to like just close the gap a bit. Even if you're not going to win it, you want to close the gap on City. You want to be able to say they only beat us by maybe three points, four points, five points. But you're just letting it, you know, I'm just like, well, Anyway, okay. I talk too much. They'll, they'll say I'm hating, so. That's cool. Um, so the Premier League introduced the Hall of Fame, and the first two candidates are Thierry Henry and Anna Shira. Before we went on air, I said that I believed Ryan Giggs would have been the first. You name. believe he should have been the first? I believe so, yeah. And you guys Truly, honestly. Huh? What would you say? You truly and honestly believed he should have been the first. I do, I do, yeah. For what he's done in the Premier League. <clears throat> I think... do you... Go on, go on. Do you know what, yeah? Like, I understand it, but maybe this is because, as I've been mocked up multiple times, that I do watch other, I do watch American sports and the Hall of Fame is what's come from American sports. And when it comes to the Hall of Fame it's not necessarily about the most accomplished and it's, it's more, it's more, it's more to, it's more for, to me to, it's meant for, to acknowledge like the very best players. So while okay. Ryan Giggs is a good player, was a good player and he's the most accomplished and he's definitely a Hall of Famer and he's definitely going to get inducted. Mm. He wasn't like someone like, um, like someone like Omri, That's he's seen as the, the greatest Premier League player. So I get it with him. And then with Alan Shearer, Statistically, he he's the greatest. He's the greatest goal scorer in the Prem. So I understand what it's those two. Now, Ryan Giggs is the most accomplished, but that 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 doesn't mean I don't. What doesn't he have this the assist? He might. I don't know if he still has their assist record, but he could have that. So maybe that you could say okay because he's statistically the best assist or creator or whatever in the Prem. So you can put him on on that aspect. But for me personally, that's why I don't feel like he should have been gone in first. But he should definitely get on. In on the next on the next lot because he's the most accomplished. He played for the best team, the best Premier League team, and he he was very he was he was a very good player. So, if that's the merit, then yeah, I agree. If if it's based on the best players, ranking shouldn't like maybe not even top twenty. Do you know what I mean? Like if if I'm gonna go one at a time, maybe not even top twenty. Anyone? I don't, I don't know if you're trying to be disrespectful. I mean. Uh, you know, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I think it should have been maybe like, if we're going best players, Henri and 
I want to say Ronaldo, but I just feel like he wasn't here. How long? How long was Ronaldo here for? Actually, he was here for a while. You know, two thousand six years. Six years. Yeah, it's two thousand nine. Because I, I, I want to say Rooney over Ronaldo, like for the first two. Like Shearer, I know Shearer's a Premier League legend and all that kind of stuff, but he won one Prem. Do you know what I mean? Like you need to look at everything. Wait, is, is Gerard getting in? One hundred percent. Yeah, because like with, like with. Huh? Yeah, because like I, I don't know. Yeah, like I I don't feel like from this is just me and how I see it because of what I've seen in the other things. You not winning the prem or winning trophies that that doesn't factor in into your hall of fame because like it's for me, it's like if you were the very best, if 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 you were one like if you if you won the very best in your position during your period or or if you were the one with very best players. You like you, you're getting in. That's 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 it for me. It doesn't. Then, oh, I hate what you're saying, Esther, but with that metric, yeah, does someone like Gareth Bell get in then, or does someone like Alexis Sanchez? I don't think Bell. Okay, the the thing is, the thing. Okay, does Alexis get in? No, or Hazard, Hazard, Hazard. Has Hazard does get in because Hazard, what what Hazard. obviously so what one thing I did miss out. So the things I look at is were you amongst the best players in your time? How long, like, how long were you good for? How long were you in the league? Because, like you said, some like it may even sound a little bit mad, but even someone like Suarez, I'd Sorry. find it, I'd find it a little bit hard. Like, he he's a Sorry. Hall of Famer, but he didn't. I, I kind of feel like he didn't play in the Premier League long enough. Now he gets in for what he did in the Prem. Like, he's one of the well, best. Suarez in. I think so. Suarez gets in, yeah. I'd, how how long did he play in the Prem for? First batch and all that, but as far as us to get, he should in there because he was so good. Like he, like he, he was. So, I mean, to be fair, they, they are they are special cases. With someone like Suarez, he was so good even in his short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. But someone like Sanchez, Sanchez was good in his during his spell at Arsenal. I mean, sorry, in the Premier League, but I don't feel like he was here long enough to. To justify it. and and plus, I've, accolades do play a factor. So someone like Bell, I think accolades play a major factor. Bro. Yeah, that's 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 like, the point I'm trying to make. Like, I would feel a way if someone tried to put Sanchez in. But if we're talking based on how, what he was doing in the Premier League, Sanchez deserves a stake. I can't yeah, lie. He does, he does. Like he like he, he does was like, doing a madness. I can't lie to you. No, so. like Sanchez, he he does make a claim. But for me, the reason why I wouldn't put him in is most likely due to the fact that he wasn't in there long enough. Now someone like Bell and like. I'm not saying accolades don't matter. They do play a factor. But someone like Bell, he didn't win the Prem, but he won, what, two PFAs. So that does count. That that counts for, that does count for something. Okay. Sorry. Well, and what about looking at that 2000 and... No. RVP don't get in. Yeah. Oh. No. RVP gets in. Bro, he got two golden boots. No, nah, nice two. Yeah, he, and he does. And he's got a Prem. Yeah. Yeah, and, and a PFA. That's, that's enough. That is actually enough. He wouldn't, he wouldn't get in ahead of Flores from you. Well, I don't think Suarez he gets in. Nah, he gets in there. Nah. Suarez. Yeah, he won the prem. Like he was a big reason as to why they won the prem. I understand. I understand, but he does. But see, so, see, get, see, so gets, this is just to say why I don't think that accolades they they shouldn't be looked at as big because maybe this is a bad example, but maybe someone like Jason Park, he he he, he or Park Jason, sorry, he he was a good he was a good player. And he's got and he's got a lot of accolades from being in the prem, but he he um respectfully he's not he shouldn't be anywhere near it. Oh, of course, that's to be a that's to be a balance, of course. But Berbatov make it. Yeah, yeah. Ber- Berbatov, like if you look at it, like he's got a golden boot, he's got prems, 
But you're going down the accolades road, though. That's what I'm trying that, to say. That's, see, that, see, that's so the thing. Like, we, you kind of do have to factor. Accolades, yeah, you though. do have to fac- have to factor accolades. But with some with some players, there's some accolades like you can't like if the, if you've got these accolades, like you can't not get it. Like if if you've got and if you've got a prem, PFA golden boot, if you've got two of those three, like you can't. It's it's very uh, hard to kind of. It doesn't no. work like that. It's not. It's not strict. But okay, it's like this. Could, like, give me, give me a name of someone who's got a prem. Who's got either got two of the following three. So who's got either a prem, golden boot, PFA the year, PFA um, player of the year, and isn't a hall of famer. You can't use golden boot because defenders can't get a golden boot. Yeah, I I know, but like, okay, Kevin Phillips. huh? Kevin Phillips. Sean Phillips. Kevin, is it Kevin? Oh, the yeah, guy he hit thirty or something. Yeah, but, he, but like I said, he just got a golden boot. He hasn't got two of the three. Not touch nothing. All right, is is Kane, is Kane getting in it? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I'll put Kane in there. I'll put Kane in there. Yeah, but then that, then my question comes back to it: someone like Defoe should get in. Oh yeah, I don't. Like, I know. No, no, no. He didn't see. See, do you see my point now? Do you see where, where it's getting now? Why do you need to get golden boots to be What's an accolade? I hear that, I hear that, but it's just what we're spaced on. You have to get one of these accolades to get in. Bro, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, that's why I said it's not. Everybody in that 100 club gets in. No, they don't. What are you no, saying? they don't, they don't. Why did you but say that? The, 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 the phone right. is like top eight, bro. Let's not lose it. The Fowler will have to get in. The phone didn't dominate his era, so he don't get in. Fowler would have to get in. And he didn't win a prep. Yeah, but Robbie Fowler was one of the best strikers of his era. So he should. See, get that's it. the thing. There's like there's 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 multiple like okay sorry. Fowler has more of a case. The yeah. the way okay the way I see it yeah sorry let me to like kind of thing it clear up a bit more. There's like I have I have a lot I have certain checklists, and but if you and it. and if you're ticking, pardon. Would you say I did sorry? You get it. Yeah, and if if you're ticking some of these, if you're ticking a lot of these tr- checklists, oh, I understand what you're saying. That's what I'm like. We get your point. You don't need to further explain. Okay, that. so yeah, so that's so on based on that. Someone like Robbie Fa- Robbie Fowler, he he would most likely get in based on so, like no, a lot of the checklists. No, this is waffle. This is but, waffle. So, but, so, but so, someone like the foe, the thing is, someone like the foe, I don't think he he checks a lot of those checklists apart from the fact that he's got a hundred goals. Question: Was the foe top three in his generation? Not even say top three. Was he top five? And I love Defoe. I, I can't. No, I, don't think, I don't feel like he ever was. No, I don't. Feel no, like he was. Yeah, and, and there you go. So on that basis, I don't think. Like, yeah. No. But so all of the players that are in, they have to be top five for, of their generation. No, no, let's not just. I don't want to be disrespectful on offended, but we can't just let it. I don't want to. Nah, it's gonna not say. anyone can get in. Not anyone can get in. And I'm, so what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Yeah. Say it. Not anyone can get in. No, what was you gonna say? No, Addy saved you though. You were gonna say something. No, I was gonna say it like that. Not anyone could get no, you That's it. I promise you. I swear my mum's life. That's what I was gonna so say. So how was the, how was that rude? That's disrespectful, isn't it? To say not anyone could get in like the foe some bum. He scored hundred and fifty plus Premier League goals. Like that's nuts. Jamie Vardy's getting in because of Jamie Vardy gets in. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jamie Vardy. Right, there's Mara's in. Yeah, because he's won multiple Prems. That doesn't sound right to me. Mara's gets in. Do you know what? If someone said no, fair enough. Mara's over Sanchez. See, this is, this is where it gets smirky. Yeah, yeah, it gets smirky. Yeah, no, Mara's over Sanchez. Definitely. The thing is, Mara's over Sanchez. Yes, definitely. Mara's was. He has. He has more clout. He's got PFA as well. Oh yeah, he's got more clout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. 
Yeah. I agree, but he's not he's not better than Sanchez though, isn't he? I don't think he's done more damage on that side than Sanchez. Yeah, and they didn't play on the same side, but Mine's you know what I'm hard, saying? Mine's is hard though. I don't know. I think I don't know how they're gonna base it on. But the thing is, yeah, I don't think it should be based on accomplishments, though. Yeah, but the, the, the thing be based on the best players we've seen in the Premier League era. That's how I look at it. Peter Crouch. Sorry, Peter Crouch getting. You're just being funny now, aren't you? <laughs> but the, the, the thing, the thing is, because this is this is gonna be a thing that's gonna be. I don't know how long, how often they plan to induct people, but it's it's gonna get it's gonna get watered down. But wait, sorry, it, sorry, quickly. Cantona apparently is a nominee, yeah. Like, can he get in even though like he did what he did? That doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in my eyes. Well, abuse the fan. He he got suspended for like nine months for that like, kicking that fan. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it actually doesn't matter. That's off the field. Yeah, it actually doesn't matter. Look, John Terry shouldn't get in, innit? But he will. Why'd you say that? John Terry? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the wife stuff, sorry. And no, why shouldn't he get him? Like he went out as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, why shouldn't he get him? The racial abuse. He won't, he, but he won't prove him guilty for that. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, true, actually. True. <laughs> no, like, I'm not even trying to... I'm not even trying to... Like, you know me, I, I think he may have done it, but we can't speculate, innit? Well, we'll no, he yeah, definitely, no, he definitely did it. The word, like. Yeah, he said it. We, we saw it. We saw the footage. <laughs> clean. He Bro, 4K. he said it clean. He said it clean. He said 4K is dead. He said, yeah, he said it. He said it. I don't know what else he could have said. Okay, all right, but yeah, well, yeah, he gets in. He gets. Okay. Yeah, this is fun. so lads. Um, I want to ask a question. Go on, Sam. Obviously, we saw on Friday the protests, them heavy, heavy protests. Um, we've been talking about it. This crunky, the NSL, blah 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 blah. We've seen three <laughs> musketeers, Henry Burke, and Vieira. I kissed my teeth when I saw that because I just thought they're just trying to play with me, like oh. That literally the three best players of our generation for Arsenal are gonna come together, and it just seems like I, a I, very I, I, don't, I don't even believe it. I think I think they just they just they just use their name for clout. Or I, I think I, I, I think so. I think I, so too. I think I think they legit ask them like, oh, um, would you be happy with someone like this, a patch, a fan who who wants to come in and take the club? Like, only Sky Carvers has, has, has said this is, and he's he's waffle, so I don't ain't got time for it. So no, I don't believe it. Plus, KSC have released a statement saying they have no intent. They've just done it as we've been recording. Yeah, I see. They have no intention to. So? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You said it earlier a couple of minutes ago. My, 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 question, my question is to you, like that. Is there anything that Kronke can do for you guys to be like, yeah, this, this is my owner? If, are you guys, okay, my question is, are you guys too far gone? Like, obviously, the Super League thing. Really got up, really got some of the fans upset. I'm in. So I said, if you start spending like Abramovich, I'm in, bro. Bro, yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. one of them fans. Like, I don't, I don't hold a grudge. Business is business. You wanted to, you know, be a self, do the whole self-sustaining model. If you open up the briefcase, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. If he brings in Mbappe and Haaland this season. Next season, but well, that's not going to happen. It's yeah, not going to happen. But if, you, like, if he was doing, not even that. If like, just, if he was just, doing just stuff like that, him. no, no. If he was doing stuff like that, if he did something like that, what are you guys hearing? That? Like, are you hearing? Like, I mean, ev- everyone is, but it doesn't. Even, it doesn't even have to be that. Just invest more. Yeah, that's that's it. That's literally it. Just invest more. Because I like, want to hear reports saying that oh, Arsenal need to sell this player to sanction this signing. I don't want to hear that anymore. 
Arsenal. I've got to be honest, man. I think I, I think I think he has to. I, I don't know. I just think he has to go now. I think it's been too long, and I and I feel like although he can come and start like bringing up the suitcase and that, he's caused us pain for so long. That I want to cut ties. Like he's made us drag Arsenal Wenger through the mud here. Yeah? We've abused him, given him all of this stick here. Yeah? When really and truly, he wasn't getting back by the Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know something do. like that? Yeah. And this is this is where, like, it may be. I may be on the people don't agree with me. One one of the f- do one of the few things I do appreciate and I do kind of like about the Cronkies is that they 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 don't they don't meddle. Like I I wish they invested more. But in terms of like football affairs and everything like that, they don't meddle. They've like they've they've come in. Pardon? They don't meddle. What do you mean by they don't meddle? Like they like the the, the football guys. They've they've been put in charge. And they've they've trusted they've they've trusted them. They said, okay, obviously they obviously like I and said, that's the issue. For me, that's the biggest I, issue. I don't think I don't think. So. I want an owner like Roman Abramovich who is involved in this club, who cares about the results, who cares about the operations at the club. Roman Abramovich doesn't he doesn't speak though. He just I, that's fine. He doesn't have to speak. But if you're investing and you're caring about what happens on the pitch, you're seeing some shock results and the manager's out. Yeah. That sort of attitude and behaviour tells me this guy cares for the future of Chelsea. Okay. I want that same sort of owner for Arsenal. You don't need to come out and do press conferences. I don't care about that. Yeah. I really, but I do care about your involvement. I want him to be involved, bro, in Arsenal. I feel like what you're saying with KSC and that, he puts people in charge and he's like, you may run it and whatever our dividend, whatever we'll be finished, I'm happy with it. I don't want that. I want you to care about... But I, 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 don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's... Yeah, too fair. I do get what you mean. But then based on that, you like you you saying that they that um the Cronkies let us drag Wenger through the mud, based on that um they should have got rid of him a while ago then. Hundred. Yeah, yeah. Hundred. Yeah, hundred percent. Bro, he should have went after the cup final in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Wenger would have a legacy right now. He would have a statue and everything. The fans will love him. I think it's a real owner. I think it still do. Yeah. I think I think it's split. Is it? I do think it's split. Yeah. Oh mad. Oh. But. I, I do. I feel like the the cranky for me is like it's gone too far gone. It's too far gone. Like it's like they've been here since 2011, and they've they've not interacted with the fans. They've hardly spent money. They've let us go down to medi- mediocrity all the way to this level, and they've not done anything about it. Now all of a sudden they're gonna throw a bit of cash, and I'm supposed to just be happy with it. I get it because obviously now they're right in their wrongs. But I want a fresh start. I want a new direction with people that I know have no underlying agendas, no hidden agendas, and really want the best for our club. If they start throwing money at this situation, I don't know if it's necessarily just to appease the fans, if it's a one-year, two-year thing, and then I want someone that's going to come in and love this club, and they clearly don't. But it's been way too long. It's been over 10 years. So that's my thing. It remains to be seen. Let's see what happens in the, in the transfer window. Let's have to see what happens in the future, but um, let's round things up now. It's been a long pod. Got into quite a few topics. Um, Champion Trump of the Week Wombs Do you want to go first? Uh, my Champ of the Week Is um, Kelechi Inacho Wait he scored two goals This week isn't it? No Just the one No He scored against Fingy In the um, FA Cup That was last week isn't it? Yeah but Like from last oh, week Oh yeah sorry Yeah yeah. So um, To be honest I can't think of anyone else like you put me on the spot, so that's my champ of the week. My champ of the week is um, what's the guy that reported the Spotify stuff? Sky Cave. Yeah, yeah, that's my champ of the week. <laughs> Why? 
because he's just a waste, man. Like, we're not gonna buy Spotify. Not gonna buy thinking like. Um, if uh... my champ of the week goes to Riyad Mahrez, I think he's very good in the final. Um, man, the match performance, and my champ of the week goes to Leno. That that was so frustrating. That, that was so routine and simple. I don't know how you're scoffing that, man. But, yeah. My, my champ of the week is um Joe Willock. The amount of important goals that he's scored for Newcastle in recent weeks is impressive, to be fair. They said he's a goal-scoring midfielder when having it, but to be fair, he comes off the bench, he has fire in his belly, and he's in bagging. Important goals, like getting a point at Anfield. I think he scored the equaliser against Spurs, the winner against West Ham, you know, these are these are points that he's given to Newcastle and he's one of the reasons that they're going to stay up. So, yeah, that's my champ of the week. But my champ, it goes no other than to Spurs, man. I can't I can't accept to see a performance like that in the final. Um, you rolled over. You literally rolled over, bro. I don't think City had to get really out of second gear. I mean, we saw City play Chelsea in the FA Cup semi-final. You saw Chelsea really give it to them. Like obviously, City weren't at, weren't at their best, but you know, you City are beatable. That's one thing I, I think people sometimes make it seem like it's like, oh, you've got City, yeah, you're out. No, not necessarily. You can win a one-off game, and Chelsea showed that. Obviously, we know City's the better team, but you can beat City. But Spurs didn't even try. Harry Kane, non-existent. Son, Son, man. Why was he crying? We, we need we need to talk about him. You know, we actually I've got time to talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a chat. We got a chat. Man. I wanted to, but I wanted. I thought you guys would think I have an agenda against him. But you know, if he's a world class player, I yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah, one yeah, talks yeah. about it, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why was he crying? Because he's crying because he's, he's never won a trophy in his life, bro. Exactly. He's not won anything. He's never won anything in his life, so he thought this was going to be it. Starting to show his kids. He's twenty nine, you know. Bro. I mean, it's... Bro, like, he's not a youngster. He's in his prime. He's a prime years, like, and there's nothing there. Him, Kane, they've just got to leave. But even then, do you know what I want to discuss? Oh, I see him too late, but that's Son. Is Son bigger than Spurs? Is Son, like, you know how we speak about Kane? Kane is an elite striker. Kane should go, he can play up front for any team. He could play for a, a club bigger than Spurs, yeah. Are you sure? Because um, these purple patches, bro. Okay. These purple patches. You alluded to it the other day. Spurs has a lot. Son has a lot of purple patches. He's not really consistent for a long period. You don't get over that at big club. But he's quality. You do that at Real Madrid, they'll bring out the hankies clean. Yeah, I know, I know. But he's quality. Son is quality. He's quality, yeah. But I don't know. It's a conversation for everybody. Higher level than what Spurs. I don't want to say higher level because they will play at Champions League at that level. But he could play for a top club. Okay. Yeah, I think he's quality. Okay, but yeah, my champ, my champ would be Tottenham Hotspur and um, Harry Kane. All right, I'm sorry. My champ of the week is uh, Clinton Morrison. He's uh, been really consistent in. I don't know if they just use him as like the token guy to speak about racism on Sky Sports, but I feel like he really tries his best to get the message across to the, the viewers. Obviously, you know, and I respect him for it. He was talking about how, like, why don't we have the same energy in the media on racism the way we did for the Super League? And so, yeah, he was right. I, I just, I think he gets his point across well, and I, I like him a lot. I have a lot of time for him. Bamford My, said it first, though. Sorry, Bamford said it first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but. But. For what? 
I don't know why he said that. I can't lie. Um, <laughs> my chunk of the week is um. Chill, man. Sorry, who's my chum? Oh, I had it in my head. Um, oh, Ollie, Ollie. I don't know why he said, yeah, this game's not going to finish nil-nil. No way. And then they finished nil-nil. Like, what, you, you mystic Meg? Predict his scorelines. Anyway, but yeah, that's my chum of the week. But with that, um, be sure to follow us on the socials. I know, you know, you know, we haven't been as as active on there but it's coming listen we're going to designate you you Steve you're now our social media guy every match day every weekend I want you to be there on Twitter slapping some stuff on there so I'm designating you you okay carry on mate I mean yeah check us out on uh, TWC Football on Instagram The Weekly Cannon on Twitter Weekly Cannon on YouTube as well I mean we've got some stuff coming (laughs) <laughs> we've got some stuff coming so just be ready um, but we'll be back next week hopefully Arsenal have uh, um, made a good start in the Europa League first leg and um, yeah <laughs> have a good week and take care why are you so fake that just sounded so fake Hancock bro that's what I told you bro Hancock is the fakest guy in the UK have a good week take care <laughs>